Hey there, friend. I'm so excited that you have decided to listen in today to the Boutique Workshop podcast. So this episode was first recorded live in front of all the members of my free Facebook group. Yep, you heard that right. I have a free Facebook group for boutique owners just like you. And if you aren't a member yet, I want to invite you to come on over and join us. You can find my Facebook group at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash boutique owners collective. That's facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash boutique owners collective. This is the best place to keep your pulse on what's going on in the boutique industry. Come on over and join us for free tips, free training, and a lot of awesome collaboration. And thanks again for tuning in to today's podcast. Hey there, friend. Welcome to the Boutique Workshop Podcast. I'm your host, Sierra Stockland. A former boutique owner myself, I love nothing more than chatting with you about all things boutique business. Each week, I'll tackle a new business concept and help break it down into bite-sized, actionable steps that will give you the confidence to build a profitable business. Now, let's get started. My name is Sierra. I am the founder of the Boutique Workshop and the Powerfully Simple Method. It's my goal to help boutique owners like you take complicated tasks, break them down into bite-sized, actionable steps that you can take and implement in your business today. And we're doing that today when we're talking about profit. So we hear this word profit all the time. Um, I know that you guys have heard of profit first, right? Raise your hand. Hello again, Michelle. <laughs> I know. That's okay, Tiffany. You didn't even have to catch the first half. I'm starting all over because it just is deleted and all that good stuff. Okay. So um, raise your hand. Give me a thumbs up. Give me a heart. Give me a smiley face. Let me know if you guys have heard of Profit First, right? This is an amazing method. It's an amazing book written by Mike Markowitz, I think is how you pronounce his last name, if I remember that correctly. Anyway, um, it's awesome. It just really teaches you and trains you as a small business owner to take that paycheck for yourself, to take that profit before you do anything else in your business to pay yourself first, right? And so over the course of the last year and a half, I keep hearing this chatter and this conversation about how do you take the profit first idea and you how can you implement that into your boutique business? So he came up with this awesome book. It's well-known, well-respected, great method. But the accounting principles themselves, the principles themselves have been around for a long time, right? So basic accounting is what it is. You have this, then you have this, then you have this, then you have your profit. So you have your sales, you have the cost of your inventory, you have all your expenses, and whatever's left over at the bottom is your profit. Now, as a boutique owner, what do you do with that profit? How does that work its way into inventory? How can you manage your inventory with that profit? How does inventory play into the amount of profit you have left? Those are all questions, you know, that really kind of run around in the boutique space because we do have this crazy thing called inventory and the manage of those dollars that we have to really think about when we're building out our boutique budgets. So before Facebook kicked me off, I was starting to talk about a budget and I wanted you guys to drop in the comments below. Um, awesome. Angie said she's listening to Profit First on Audible. That's great. If you can't read, listening on Audible is a great idea. Listen to that book on CD or tape or um, online. I want you guys to drop in the comments and let me know when you hear the word budget, what comes to mind. So I know, um, I was saying, I know what comes to mind when I first heard the word budget. When you hear that word, when you just hear the word budget, your eyes are closed, someone says budget to you. 
What comes to mind? Tell me right away. Are you scared? Are you freaked out? Does it seem restrictive? Does it seem like it might constrain you? Does it make you nervous? Does it overwhelm you? Does the thought of like, I have no idea where to start or I'm just not someone who could live with a budget. Do you think about personal or business or both and are they the same? So with me, when I first heard that word budget, my thought was um, budgets are for individuals. Budgets are not for a business necessarily, right? It's for an individual. How much salary do I make? And out of that salary or that wage, how much should I spend on groceries? What should I spend on going out to eat? What should I spend on, you know, clothes or um, vacations, on my car payment, on a house payment? When I heard the word budget, I always thought of an individual and an individual using a budget, right? But in a business, a budget really dictates the amount of profit that we have left at the end of the day to pay ourselves, to put it in a savings account, to reinvest it in a second business. What else do you guys think about when you hear the word budget? I know a lot of times it feels constraining, right? So we feel like, well, you know, a budget tells us no. A budget doesn't tell us all the things we can do. A budget tells us all the things we can't do and I don't wanna be constrained or held back. If you learn to budget correctly for your business, you are learning to tell your numbers where to go and how to serve you. You're telling your money and your cash how to better serve you instead of the other way around. And when we take complete control of our cash, of our sales, of our expenses, and ultimately our profit, that's when we really lead our business in a place that gives us that profit, um, which is why we're in business in the first place. So a couple things that a budget does. First, it sets um, a goal for us. So when we have a budget, when we're creating a budget the correct way, um, it, it forces us to set a goal that's both reasonable and that pushes us, right? We have to have a goal that we can accomplish, a sales goal, but we also have to have a goal that pushes us to do what we need to do to make our business successful. If you don't have a budget, if you haven't put those numbers down in priority and in place, you'll always be floundering. That's the what and the why, right? The why, why do you need to have a budget? Because you need to set goals and unless you have a budget, you don't know what goal to set. It's very arbitrary. Uh, second of all, it shows you where your priorities are. A budget shows you where your priorities are. So once you put things into a budget, into a business budget, right? So we're talking business today, not individual. When you put it into a business budget, it really shows you your priorities. When you're putting down, here's my sales goal, here's my margin and what that looks like for my business. And these are the things that we're gonna work through in our profit challenge. Here's the expenses that I have and this is the profit it leaves me. I'm not content with that profit. So in that expense line, what's a priority for me and what's not? I can pay a social media manager, I can pay for, you know, travel all over the, you know, going to market four times a year, I can pay for all of these different things that I'd like to have and that might benefit my business, but if that's not leaving me the profit I want, are those things a priority? Can I pull those out of my budget to drop more profit to the bottom for me because that's a priority for me. And only you can answer those questions, but until you have all of those pieces written out into a budget form, you really don't see where your priorities are. So a budget sets a goal, helps us set a goal. It helps us um, show us what our priorities are, where our priorities lie, and then it helps us put a plan in place. So if you want to take that profit out, if you wanna have a profit left for you at the end of the day, you have to have a plan. So we hear amongst the boutique world, and I'm sure you guys hear it even more than I do, and it's not just the boutique world, the small business world, right? 
we hear about the profit first model, which we love, and how much profit should I pull for myself? How many bank accounts should I set up? When should I transfer my profit all over, right? If you don't have a profit because you don't have a budget, because you don't know your priorities, you haven't lined them up, you don't have a plan to make that sales goal, you have no profit to distribute. You can have the you can read the best books in the world. You can have all of the teachings, the trainings, you can show up and listen to all the podcasts. If you don't have a plan in place, you will not accomplish your goals and you will not ultimately will not see that profit in the bottom. And that's what we're going to be working on in the profit challenge. All right. So, start putting your numbers to work for you. I want you guys to write this down. Um, write it on a sticky note, write it somewhere. This is your, gonna be your key thought for today. I want you to think about it. I want you to mull over it. I want you to tape it up on your wall or put it on your computer, put it on the mirror in your bathroom so you start your day. I want you to write down, I will start putting my numbers to work for me. Okay, I want you to write that down. Even type it in the comments, right? Type it in the comments if you agree with me so you remember. I am going to start putting my numbers to work for me. If you feel like right now you're the one working for your numbers, and but what do I mean by that? So let's say you log into your bank account, you have $500 or you have $10,000 in your bank account and that dictates the way you make your decisions. You are working for your numbers, your numbers are not working for you. If you close out your till at the end of the day and you've made $1,200 and you really wanted to make $2,000, um, your numbers are telling you what to do. Your numbers are dictating your attitude. They're dictating your overwhelm. They're taking your peace from you. You are a slave to your numbers instead of the other way around. I want you to write this down. I am going to start having or putting my numbers to work for me. And the way that we start putting our numbers to work for us is when we create a budget that ultimately tells us what our profit plan is. Every single number is a piece of the puzzle. And you have to know all the numbers in order to make that puzzle beautiful with a profit at the bottom. And that's what I love helping you guys with. Every single number is a piece to the puzzle. So let's back up and I'll just kind of run through what those pieces are and what drops us the profit at the bottom that we can then distribute, move into the accounts if we want to, pull out for yourself, reinvest in something big. Okay, or our number at the top is our sales goal. That's our top line number. That's the number that we dictate, that we decide on. That's the number that drives our business. That's the number that we become obsessed with meeting, accomplishing, measuring, and tracking. Our sales goal number is at the top. The next number for any boutique business is our cost of goods. So we have our sales goal, we have our cost of goods. To make those sales, what is it going to cost me? So cost of goods sold is not the amount of inventory that you just purchased today on Fashion Go or Orange Shine or you bought at market last week. Cost of goods sold is the cost of the goods that sold. Let's say I'm a brick and mortar, okay? I close my till, it's the end of a Saturday. I look at my sales, okay, I made $5,000 in sales today. And the inventory that left my store to make that $5,000 in sales, the cost of goods sold is what that inventory cost me, okay? So most often it's around a 50% margin. Of course we wanna push it and grow it, and so those of you guys that are in the boutique workshop, you know we're pushing that. The accelerator group, we are pushing, we're setting goals for 60, 62, 65, 70% margins but we wanna at least start with a 50% margin. So let's say I have $5,000 in sales at the end of my day, 
And the inventory that left my store, when those people gave me the $5,000 in cash, the inventory I let them take out of my store, that inventory cost me $2,500. That is my cost of goods sold. So our numbers, we have our sales at the top, we have our cost of goods. The difference between those two is our gross margin. Now gross margin plays a huge role in our profit. And that's what a lot of boutique owners don't think about, right? So we're thinking profit is like money in our checking account. So we close the checking account at the end of the month. Oh my goodness, I have $10,000 in my checking account. I have a profit of $10,000. No, not necessarily. Um, so our profit is a direct reflection of our gross margin. If you don't have a high enough gross margin, and then you have a ton of expenses underneath that, your profit's gonna be very slim. So that's why every single number is a piece in the puzzle. Every single number. You have to have the sales goals figured out. You've gotta have your margin in tune. You need to be tight with your expenses, right? Because all of that then excess drops to the bottom. So again, $5,000 in sales. Let's say I had $2,500 in cost of goods sold. So that left me with a gross margin of $2,500. Let's say my expenses are $1,000 for the day to run. So I take that $2,500 in gross margin. I minus the $1,000 in expenses. That leaves me with $1,500 in net profit for the day. That's what you want at the bottom line. So we want to aim for a 20% net profit in our business. And the only way we can get there is if we create a plan that's built on a budget.